Hello and welcome in to the Double Life Week in Review. Enjoy this temporary theme song. Welcome in to Week in Review. Week in Review. I don't know what it's quite going to be called yet. It's going to be the show, the bonus episode. The other episode I do during the week, I have a couple of topics that I want to talk about. And that's what we're going to do. Just a little something, something to kind of discuss, have some different topics. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Sort of a thank you to everyone that listens to the show a sense of appreciation and kind of also give myself a little bit of uh, identity beyond the point of simply just doing interviews and understanding from that perspective, you know, not really knowing who I am besides the few questions, depending on the interview that I ask the very interesting people that I talk to this week. Speaking of interesting people, we talked to Joey Gergen, super rad. Great energy, awesome guest. I was stoked on that. It's kind of the first episode or show that I do where I sort of talk about the episode. Um, everything was rad. I think, uh, you know, it was very, very cool to talk to someone whose art I definitely admire and look up to. If you go back to the episode I did with Deep Rest, which was um, quite a bit ago, I don't want to say it was like a long time ago, but definitely quite a few episodes ago that uh, interview was someone that Joey knows. I think we didn't quite go over what their connection is, but they know each other, uh, which is super rad. That's how I found him. And uh, uh, through Deep Rest's account, both of them being really, really, really rad and amazing artists. So deep appreciation for that. Couple of topics I want to talk about. I don't really have much to say about the episode. I think it went well, and I think it's always kind of. Uh, I admire Mark Maron's ability to just like say, very. Um, I don't know. Sometimes just odd things about the guest that he just interviews, and then it goes into the episode, and you kind of have like a cool idea of what happened. And I think that's rad. But also just. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's different about, uh, famous celebrities, I guess, in a way, just cause he has sort of a perception about them the same, that w- same way we do. Right. And, uh, I don't know. The one that I think of the most is the Larry King episode. If you look up WTF podcast with Mark Marin and look up his Larry King episode, the monologue that he does initially, he talks about how, uh, the episode was not what he planned and it didn't go well and various things along those lines. And it wasn't the first time that he made comments like that. And I was like, wow, that's uh interesting. Cause I feel like he's not Larry King's not going to want to come back to the show. If he, I doubt he listens to it after he might, I don't know, but part of me feels like 
if he was to listen to that and hear it, he'd be like, why, why would I want to come back on your show? You know, maybe to redeem himself is that, but I don't know. I feel like Larry King is a different, different type of person than, uh, no disrespect to my guest, but you know, I'm not interviewing the likes of Larry King. Joey Gergen was really rad. I, I think it's super cool that he was able to dive into sort of the viewpoints on school and art school, especially, which is something that I don't really know anything about. I've always, you know, pondered the fact, and he took like the con- the question of me asking about, um, you know, art people in art school feeling somewhat doomed and um, overwhelmed with the concept of being told like, Hey, you're not going to go and make a ton of money because you're in art school. Um, I think that was taken really well because that gave me a little bit more respect and admiration for people. I mean, I'm not saying I didn't have any respect and admiration for people in art school. I think it's something that deep down I would love to have done. And I was like, wish I, put more effort and time into art and pursued that path in a way. Um, but it was sort of like reassuring to know that that's not necessarily true. And it's just kind of been shoved into our psyche and it's like the societal norm to kind of think that. And, um, I thought the story of him talking about working at the art store and the parent coming up and saying, you know, another unemployed, uh, art students like he's literally working right now so unemployed is probably the wrong choice of words on that one um and then just i don't know the 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 ingenuity to uh create something out of uh just a skill set right and um the adaptability to create something from making stuff for bands whether it's uh like art for posters and merch and various things like that. And also the ability to make merch for himself with his art, which is really cool. Um, I'm a big fan of champion sweaters and sweatshirts, which have had quite a big resurgence lately, which isn't super ideal um, for someone who wants to buy them because now they're super expensive because they're, um, somewhat of a hyped commodity, if you will. And when it becomes a hype commodity, it makes it so much harder to find it at a reasonable price. If urban outfitters start selling something that you are a fan of, then you're fucked. It's game over at that point because it's going to be really expensive. And then also everyone's going to have it. Right. So it loses the, uh, mystique in a way. That being said, they make the most comfortable sweaters and they look sick and they have a vintage like feel and vibe to them and I am all about it. What Joey did for um, a recent drop that he did for merchandise, it was a champion sweater with his art and logos on it. The and um it's super rad and the color is really cool and the way that he designed it is amazing uh i appreciate that 
that could have been something I dived or could have dived more into was sort of getting a better idea of how that relationship came to fruition. But maybe that's not something that he would want to talk about, you know, like an insider thing, almost like a, I don't know, a drug dealer doesn't give away their connect, you know, that's a sort of taboo in a way. Cause he makes great stuff. That could be something that a competitor could potentially listen to and be like, Oh cool. That's where I'm going to get my screen printing done and various things like that. But I don't understand the community enough to, um, know whether or not that's something that's just a business competition sort of mindset that maybe I'm thinking of that may or may not be real. And, uh, it seems like it would be, I don't know why. A part of me is like, there's definitely got to be some competition, but I'm trying to think of who would be competition for him. I'm not quite sure that maybe that was something that we should have covered. Anyway, it was a great episode. I enjoyed my conversation and it was a pleasure to talk to Joy Gergen and yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, it was fun. It was a good time. Now, let's see. I made a list of topics that I wanted to talk about. I have a new microphone. This is a new microphone. I'm not like a hundred percent structured in a way. I talked to someone today. I interviewed someone who works for a pretty, pretty big radio company. It won't be on the podcast, unfortunately, because it was like an interview I did separately for another thing. And he was talking about how he writes out like scripts for a podcast, like scripted two hour podcasts and stuff, which is a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Um, I think the ones that I admire are generally the off the cuff, like just kind of random rambles and thoughts and stuff that come out of people that I admire, like Mark Maron and Duncan Trussell and, these people that have phenomenal monologues in their shows. Oh, Theo Vaughn. Um, and a few other people that don't, aren't, I don't know. I can't talk about them, I guess. Um, but people in the same realm, as far as like comedians, um, that were really good at just rambling about stuff. And, uh, there's something commendable about that. That being said, um, what was I? T- what was the point of this? I forget. There's a new microphone. I don't know if anyone's noticed. It would be impressive for you to notice, but maybe you did notice. It's hard to tell. I think from a from a relatively untrained ear, and I'm not saying you guys all don't have untrained or you guys all have untrained ears. It it uh. It would be difficult, quite frankly, for anyone unless it was pointed out, to be honest. Um, Before, for the first 33 episodes of the show, I was using the Electro Voice RE20 microphone, which is the one that is used by Tom Segura and his wife, Christina Pazitsky. I think I said that right. Um... They use that on their podcast, Your Mom's House. Um, and that 
is a cool microphone. Also, the H3 podcast, I don't know if anyone listens to that. They're big, so it would be hard to believe they're not too, but I don't know if we're uh, for the audience that's aware of that. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I think it's cool. I think the one thing I learned from l- watching um, podcasts by like the H3 people or quite frankly, anyone who's gotten famous and as like a YouTuber is that is a hostile environment. It's a very confrontational environment. Ethan from that show, I feel like he's always arguing with someone or he's in some sort of fight with other people and also just being scrutinized on a regular, regular basis. And don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, everyone else is also that way as far as uh, Mark Marin and these other people that I mentioned, they get that too, but not, they're not in as public of an eye and the people that are criticizing them aren't necessarily like, I don't know, 14 year olds who are obsessed with TikTok and YouTube and stuff like that's a whole different demographic of people that I think would do the kind of crazy shit that Ethan and he have had done to them. Like having their house swatted and different things like that is just like fucked up. And, um, a certain sense of immaturity that goes with that. And the audience of people that are sort of watching and listening to those shows the point I was trying to make earlier uh, was that we were talking about scripted shows. Well, the ones that I think you know are the most notable for that sort of um, format would be the likes of This American Life, another person I very much look up to, which is Ira Glass, and uh, Serial, which is the spinoff of, well, not spinoff, <laughs> The uh, executive producer of that show, of This American Life, uh, I think Sarah Koenig is her name. I could be wrong. Um, she went on to start Serial, which was a phenomenon and a major victory for podcasts all around. Um, and... Yeah, it's a very scripted and written and well-produced and uh, just well-done show. You know, it's polished in a way that I think a lot of these other shows aren't. But what's commendable in a way to how the monologue is sort of done in a the more comedian-style podcast Um just the rawness and the authenticity and the just vulnerability that's presented in a five minute, you know, segment that the people do. And Mark Maron on his podcast interviewed Ira Glass, which is a good episode, but Ira talks about how he writes everything down. And then, you know, he gets like in two years or maybe a year of recording this American life, he has the same sense of vulnerability and transparency and honesty with his fans and audience as Mark Marin does in, you know, a two minute monologue. And it's pretty cool. I think that's, you know, pretty rad. The, um, somewhat prominent journalist person that I was talking to today was talking about how like to be a journalist, there's, certain boundaries 
you need to follow, you know, when it comes to social media, which has got me thinking about social media as a whole. I've been trying to dive more into Twitter in a way, which seems weird, but I think it's like, you know, somewhat important to uh, promote. One of my coworkers is talking about how Instagram was sort of fading away and people are kind of diving away from it. And I was like, fuck, I put so much of my time and energy into Instagram and I'm starting to die away. Um, but Instagram or Twitter is a very different beast in that way. And it, I don't know, it is different. I could tell that it is sort of, I don't know. There's a sense of pressure with it. This is the problem I have with it. I think when I post on Instagram, it's just a picture. Like it's a visual thing. It's either cool or it isn't cool. And, um, there isn't much debate about it. When Twitter, you're putting out something that's a very, I don't know, maybe the posts and the tweets that I see are very clever and funny and well thought out. And I appreciate that. That's cool. But there's also a sense of, is that the only way to do it? And I don't think there, I don't think that is, I think there's other ways to do it. And, you know, it just takes a little bit of getting used to, which I don't mind doing either. Um, and the journalist I was talking to was talking about the concept of, uh, being really careful about what you post and trying to be very, not so opinionated about, uh, your views about certain things and how that can, you know, potentially come back to, uh, hurt you in some way in your career as a journalist. And I don't know, something about that kind of like sucked. I didn't like that. I didn't like that idea of something I post on Instagram or Twitter or, you know, say on this podcast, for example, like that coming back to being something that potentially could hurt my career. And I don't know. I get it, I guess, to an extent, because journalists have to be somewhat objective about what they report, even though, as he was saying, that's, uh, you know, not, not a real thing. You're biased in some way, shape or form, but it made me think about it. I don't know. Um, let's see. I didn't even tell you what mic I'm using now. I, uh, this is a very, like, I started a thought and keep going kind of thing. I don't know how well this is going to go. I'm thoroughly impressed by the, uh, amount of people that listen to this show, but I think it is mostly the interviews and the people that I interview that, uh, draws in the audience. It isn't necessarily me, you know, and, uh, I don't feel bad about that. I'm not uh, offended by that concept. But now you're going to get more of a real authentic version of me. And how well this episode does is going to be a really good indication of that. The point I was making about the microphone is that I no longer use the Electric Voice RE20. I use now the Shure SM7B, which is more of a microphone that I like loved more. The fucked up part was I got the Electro Voice and I know that it's great mic and it is really a top-notch microphone and I hope to not 
deter anyone who's you know has one right now it's like oh shit no it's a great mic i just never really like loved it and felt like just talking into it constantly the same way that i do with this microphone and um that's uh that's an indication that you made the right choice when you genuinely love like an inanimate object and you're like oh i love this thing this thing's amazing um i don't know if people are supposed to feel that way about microphones but i do i i sure as sure as hell do um other topics that i wanted to cover caffeine i'm gonna try to kick caffeine i don't know how successful that's gonna be it's probably not gonna go well i just figure you know i spend too much money on caffeine i drink red bull and energy drinks and other disgusting stuff that i probably shouldn't be putting in my body but i'm curious as to how I'm going to get that like energy and that boost when I don't have caffeine. And that might be a difficult thing to figure out and a difficult process, but I think it is also important and something that I need to get into and understand. Um, coffee should be fine. There's plenty of people out there though that don't drink caffeine and are functioning and successful. And, um, yeah, I don't know. There's something to be said about that. We're a society built on caffeine in a way. So I don't know. I I mean, I'm going to taper off a little bit, but I think that's an important thing. Uh, I don't know what to call this show. I made a list of topics that I wanted to cover. We did most of them. Everything's good so far. I thank you guys for listening, right? Thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate that. We already covered 20 minutes. Um, of rambling and saying random shit. <laughs> um, I need a theme song. If you're listening and you make music, send me theme songs. That'd be cool. This is going to be a different segment. It's going to be a little bit different than the traditional double life format. I like the song that I came up with or came up with that I found initially, but um, it wasn't super dope. So who knows? Um, also, what I think is really funny. I go to this website to find royalty free music. And, um, there's some really, really, really funny voiceover ones that are done by the most ridiculous and like exaggerated voices in the world. And, <laughs> uh, I'm going to play a few and I, I don't know if you'll think they're as funny as I do, but I think it's pretty, pretty fucking hilarious. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Very nice. Nice. Hmm, nice. So good. So good. Um, I'm curious as to who like is going to look at that and be like, fuck yeah, that's exactly what I needed for my, uh, for my movie. Maybe a cartoon. If you're doing like the, uh, Borat cartoon or something or some, um, foreigner kind of accent thing i don't know it's tough to really gauge what they were going for there because it is uh hilarious and just something i loved a lot here's a series of a few that i enjoyed from that situation good that's good very good very good good mm-hmm Hola. What? Wow. Oh. Wow. Oh. 
No. What? Oh. 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 Wow. What's that? Keep quiet, please. Quiet. Quiet, please. Silence. That one's so good. That's my favorite one. I mean, the second one that I just played was pretty, pretty amazing as well. But to go from a be quiet, everyone be quiet, please, to silence. Like that's such an aggressive turn. I would uh definitely be quiet if that happened though. If someone screamed silence, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I'll be quiet now. Only because you said silence, like in a weird way. But anyway, I thought those were great. Um, I kind of just want to listen to them over and over again, which I honestly would not hold against you if you just played those back to back to back to back because they're really well done. This episode is only 30 minutes long. I don't have sponsorships. I was also thinking about that, you know, but the one thing I hate about podcasts is uh, the sponsorships. It's necessary and I'm sure make a decent amount of money. And, you know, if this podcast does well, that is going to be the eventual outcome. But I'm in no rush to make that happen because it is the one thing I don't enjoy about it. Um, some shows that I've been listening to lately, just during the pandemic, have been doing more like ads than usual, you know, I'm getting very intricate about it. Talking about something that you think is uh, 100% really happening in their life and is real. And, you know, they like twist it into an ad, which is re- remarkable. I don't know how they do it. One of the podcasts I was listening to, they were talking about like being in therapy and working through problems. And then they switched it to like an ad very, very fluidly through the situation. You know, they're like, I seek therapy. And you know what's good for therapy? Blah, blah, dot com. And I was like, wow, that is impressive you know someone from that company is like yep that's why we pay you the thousands of dollars that they pay them for ads it's awesome it's super uh good for them it's well done and uh impressive in that regard but also something i'm gonna try to avoid as long as possible i'm not gonna say no you know to an ad but also i'm not you know actively going out trying to find people to sponsor the show because for now let's keep it uh keep it simple and easy one place that does a terrible job of that and something i highly 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 don't recommend if you do start a podcast is anchor don't use anchor you can use anchor here's the deal it's probably not appropriate for me to just bash another company but don't have like a podcast that has relatively low listeners and use the little uh, like ad thing that Anchor has where you like record an ad and put that in your thing. And they're like, we'll pay you for how many people listen to it. Don't, that's annoying. That's a really good way to like prevent yourself from any sort of initial growth that you're gonna get right at the gate, right? I don't know, I don't know. I think it's annoying. Anyway, 
I'm John Boozdar. This has been Rambles, the ramblings of John, the double life ramblings. I don't know. I don't know what the name pending. We don't have a name quite yet. The show is still going to be predominantly the double life. And we're going to have interviews next week is uh, Mike Rogie. He snowboarder, action sports athlete, multimedia, business journalist, owner, person, and uh, recently revived the very fantastic and historical magazine, Z Mountain Gazette. That'll be next week. And um, some really cool guests coming up on the show, which I'm really stoked about. I'll continue to do these. I don't know, depending on how well this goes. It's going to be a <laughs> terrible mess, probably. Um, but it's been fun. I don't know. I got some ideas and thoughts off of my chest that kind of went on tangents and stuff. And, you know, it'll get better with time. Just bear with me. I think is the uh, main thing that we're trying to emphasize here. Once again, head to, you can head to the double That'd be cool. Follow me on Twitter if you're listening to this, because that's definitely something that I would appreciate that's just a double life pod uh instagram is the double life pod and make sure to subscribe if you're not subscribed tell your friends tell your family members this thanksgiving that's uh something that i would appreciate anyway have a great uh rest of your week and i'll see you next week <laughs>